Hey guys, thanks for joining me, your friendly neighborhood witch doctor. I hope everyone had a chance to experience a new level of sexual confidence and comfort by mastering the Sandman release, the three locks, and the inner smile. With this renewed sexual confidence, I'm excited to get into today's episode, Sex for Two. Last week in Sex for One, we really focused on meditation to harmonize your chi and rebalance the yin and yang as an individual. Today is all about oral sex, kissing, foreplay, and the big O. I recommend everyone get as comfortable as you want. Feel free to hit pause, try these exercises, and regroup when you're ready. Because today, we go hard. (laughs) Get it? Yeah, I know, I'm kind of a nerd. I want to define a few things before we get started. One, good sex. I'm referring to a good, solid, energetic connection between partners. Feeling whole, fulfilled, warm, fuzzy, and bad sex. Any sex that leaves you sad or depressed, empty or devoid, or no sex. But mind you... Bad sex is no sex, but no sex is not always bad sex. And disclaimer, good sex, bad sex, these don't refer to your skills, your techniques, and prowess in the bed. You know, a few of my clients told me that they were really surprised and enlightened by last week's episode. They knew they were a little out of balance with their partners and with themselves, but they were able to figure out whether they had too much yin or too much yang. But that was looking at individuals. As a couple, you exchange chi, you exchange yin and yang, and it becomes a little bit different of a dynamic. So let's figure out, as a couple, where you guys stand. Keep a tally of which ones apply to you and your partner as a couple. This first one is for when one partner has too much yang. Sex tends to be disconnected, mismatched in how fast or slow partners become aroused, rushed, mismatched in how much each partner wants it, or sex tends to be unsatisfying or not emotionally supportive. And when one partner has too much yang, the relationship and or the couple may notice a few of these next items. Lack intimacy. Have a lot of conflict. Be dominated by one partner. Seem unsupportive. Be full of anxiety, resentment, insensitivity, frustration, irritability, and or neediness. The couple may be inflexible or uncompromising, be disorganized, lack good listening, not be emotionally expressive, have one partner neglecting their own needs, losing themselves in the relationship and giving more than they have to give, and yet the other partner still feels unmet. The relationship could feature one partner using the other or one partner feeling used. Lack empathy. 
struggle with commitment, experience aggression or even violence, or be inflexible. Again, that's for when one partner has too much yang. So now let's look at when one partner has too much yin. Sex tends to slack off for lack of someone initiating. Slack off for lack of interest. Slack off due to tiredness. Sex tends to be slow to get going. Or even be overly dependent. And when one partner has too much yin, the relationship and or the couple may seem boring or unexciting, be rather rudderless, just run out of steam, find it hard to make changes or hard to adapt to making changes, be unsupportive. The relationship and or the couple may not be emotionally expressive. Fall prey to brooding, gloom, hopelessness, passive aggressiveness, worry, overthinking, withdrawal, secretiveness, distance, coldness, or feelings of rejection. The couple may lack creativity, lack motivation or ambition, lack leadership, or only ever be held by one of the partners. In other words, be dominated by one partner. Have trouble where one partner focuses too much on their own needs and the other feels taken advantage of. Get overwhelmed. Shut down. Be too tired to deal. Have trouble setting boundaries. Be homebodies or have a mismatch in how close to home the partners like to stay. Neglect their appearances. And lastly, divert effort away from the relationship and into something else like a career or a hobby. And again, that's when one partner has too much yin. But now that we're looking at two individuals in one relationship, I want to see how your chi is. Is your chi stuck? Do y'all have poor communication? Lack connection? Have erratic behavior like alternating between being needy and then being nurturing? Do you have periods of just shutting down? Have dramatic arguments? Have suppressed emotions? Or have periodic outbursts of emotion? Now go ahead and tally everything you found in those three categories. Let's do an initial self-diagnosis of y'all's relationship. This will give you an initial starting point to where you guys are and how you can get your love life back on track. For those of you guys who have had acupuncture with me, you can all recall a time when you started to cry uncontrollably without knowing why, or you felt anger, 
some of you, and I hope most of you, will even remember cussing me out before profusely apologizing and saying you had no idea where all that anger came from. And as I told each and every one of you at that moment, I'll tell you again, it's okay. It's natural. In acupuncture, we find emotional points and they'll release. Again, in a couple podcasts ago, we talked about energy manifesting in emotions and Chinese medicine, seeing emotions as different forms of energy. Just as you would with acupuncture, you can experience this type of surge of emotion, if you will, during sex or from any intimate touch. Or maybe you experienced the surge of emotion and this is a reason why you stopped having sex or you get worried about having sex. Surprisingly though, this surge happens more often when the sex is good. The more connected and strong intimate bond that you create with your partner, it creates a stronger sexual energy and it moves chi. And when you move chi, It ultimately frees up buried emotions. You can't stop it from happening. But when you feel it, just take a deep breath and ride it out. Let it pass. These emotional releases can be about your partner or the relationship or sex in general. It can be from your past or from issues that are happening right now in your life. Or it could have no reason or rhyme and just be an explosion of raw emotions. If you are like me and you compartmentalize and you absorb all of these things and you bury them, you'll find these repressed emotions, A, manifesting into pain in your body, or bursting out and freeing themselves in the most inopportune times, which happens to be sex. If you are the one experiencing the surge, experience them and then express them. I recommend talking to your partner, but if that's difficult, find me, find a friend, find a therapist that'll help you listen. And maybe they'll even help you to understand. If your partner is the one experiencing this surge of emotions. What can you do? Listen. Empathize. Encourage. And reassure. Show that you care. Because you know what? It's better out than in. Because ain't nobody getting any until this is all resolved, right? So how do we start to get back to a happy balance? Starts with breathing. Start by synchronizing your breathing. This is the first exercise. Sit. Face your partner. Are you you guys facing each other, looking deeply into each other's eyes? Did you forget what color your partner's eyes were? Well, now's a good time to look at how deep and how beautiful your partner's eyes are. I want you to rest your hands on your knees, palms up. Take gentle, deep breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth. Inhale and exhale 
with your partner. You're going to repeat this for up to five minutes, whatever is your comfort level. Now, I know a lot of you are shy about locking eyes, right? You haven't done it in 20 years or it's just something that you feel self-conscious about. Well, then let's make it a little bit more intimate. Go ahead and close your eyes. But I want you to take your hand and place it on each other's chest. So every time they take a deep breath, you can feel your hand rising. That's how you're going to know that your breathing is in sync. Okay? Just breathe together. Now, if you're comfortable with the basic level, let's take it up a notch. I want you to lie down, spooning each other. Clothes are optional. This is up to you. How comfortable are you? How intimate do you want to make it? Take them off. Leave them on. It's the breathing. It's the the touch, the intimacy that you're going to feel. So are you guys spooning? Great. Sink your breathing in the spoon position. And again, don't forget to inhale with your, your nose and exhale through your mouth. When you're spooning, you're touching. All your tactile responses are there. Just sink it together. Breathe together. Nice and slow. Now when you feel comfortable with the intermediate level, I invite you to try the master level called Close the Circuit. You can sit facing each other or lie down facing each other. I don't care what position you're in. Just face each other. Lock eyes with your partner. Stare deep into their souls. When your partner is inhaling, you're going to exhale. And when your partner exhales, you're going to inhale. So you're going to do the opposite of your partner, but you're going to do it in sync. Make sure you're inhaling through the nose and exhaling through the mouth. In Eastern medicine, energy can be carried through breath. You're creating and connecting. And with your partner, you're closing that circuit. Together, you're harmonizing chi and balancing yin and yang. Now, I remember I promised y'all some hands-on exercises last week. So now that we have reached that level of intimacy with this breathing meditation, let's get a little bit closer, but much more intimate. This exercise is going to focus on harmony, relaxation, and intimacy as it moves chi. When you do it in the morning, you can put a nice little spring in your step. But when you do it in the evening, it relaxes the chi. So I want you to start with some foreplay. Kiss, touch, caress, massage, whatever it is. Just explore each other's bodies. Just enough to get wet or lubricated enough for penetration. Doesn't matter how long it takes or how short it takes. Take your time. Enjoy the foreplay. And when you're sufficiently lubricated, 
you're going to be in the dragon position, or what is commonly known as the missionary. And the man is going to penetrate the partner. Now, it's not about thrusting. You're going to use just enough movement to maintain the erection, but I don't want you to ejaculate. And if holding the ejaculation proves a little bit difficult, that's okay. You and your partner can just hold still while synchronizing your breathing just for a few minutes. For some couples, this is going to end in sex. It is inevitable. For others, it won't. Either end result is natural and it's necessary. The whole point of this exercise is to retrain and reset so that you don't rush into sex. It's to enjoy each other, truly and literally become one. So, sex is the name of the game, right? But sex is the main entree. Foreplay is the appetizer. Kissing is a basic step with foreplay. Western medicine says that the presence of testosterone in the swap saliva boosts female libido. Eh. Eastern medicine says kissing primarily stirs yin energy and yin moves downward. But in men, who are young dominant, kissing triggers the release of oxytocin, a bonding hormone. This balance of yin and yang sets the best balance for a wonderful, intimate session. While you are passionately or delicately kissing, naturally, your hands should start to roam and explore your partner's body, touching, caressing, massaging. Whatever you do, don't forget the golden rule of foreplay. Enjoy it. Do not rush through it. There's, it's not a race. There's no gold medal for finishing fast. Enjoy your partner. Enjoy the beauty of what you have. As the kissing starts to stir the yin and yang energies, oral sex is the next step. Many women are shy about having their partners go downtown. Did you know that the ancient Taoists regarded oral sex to be extremely, extremely important? Oral sex helps pull sexual energy and desire to the genitals. But also, it's particularly effective to balance the yin and yang. So communicate with your partner by using the five W's. Who, I, what, want or need, what, for you to put your mouth Use your hands. Use your tongue. When? Right now. Where? There. Here. Up. Down. Left. Right. Why? Because it feels so good. Oral sex is even more intimate than sex because you feel exposed and vulnerable. The person giving and receiving are equally vulnerable, equally exposed. So let them know what you like. Let them know where it feels good. Now, are we ready for the main course? Sex. This exercise is called the nine and nine. Eastern medicine considers shallow strokes, yang, and deep strokes, 
yin. Shallow, meaning just the tip or the head, and deep being the entire penis. The nine and nine is as follows. Nine shallow, one deep stroke. Eight shallow, two deep. Seven shallow, three deep. Six, four deep. And so on and so forth until you get to one shallow and nine deep. The pacing is up to you and your partner, but usually slower is so much better. The nine and nine sets a wonderful path to orgasm, especially for the woman. The number of sets will be up to you. And finally, dessert. The big oh. Not everyone will order dessert at dinner, and that's no different with sex as well. But you know what? The ancient Taoists identified nine stages of female orgasm. Here's the mind-blowing kicker. The one most of us aim for and or are familiar with is only a stage four. The Taoist sexologists advocated for women to have an orgasm prior to intercourse because they believe that more and better orgasms could be achieved. But... Don't focus on the orgasm. Lose yourself in the passion and the moment with your partner. The more connected you become, the stronger the intimate bond, allowing for a higher chance of orgasm anyways. And you want to know how to increase chances of a female orgasm? Keep your socks on. Whether, you know, literally wearing socks, not that sexy I know. Or having your partner start off with a foot massage to warm up and increase blood circulation to the lower extremities. Because if your feet are warm, well guess what? You just increase the chances of reaching orgasm by 30 fucking percent. That's a huge percentage. So, I don't know. How many of y'all are still with me and not tearing up the sheets with your partners right now? But I do hope you give and get some loving tonight. I will not be responsible for any noise complaints from the neighbors, okay? And next week, we'll be fighting back against allergies because pollen is getting more aggressive and sneezing during sexy time just isn't, well, sexy. If you want to know more about meditations or sexercises or you have any detailed questions for me, go ahead. You know the email address. Drop me a line at michelle at themichellelee.com. And that's Michelle with two L's. So babes, enjoy yourselves and your partners. And until next time, witch doctor out.